right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this timingresearch.com special event. Um, today, we are going to be talking about the uh, liquidity IQ indicator. And uh, so my name is David Cosmeter. I'm the creator of Timing Research. And um, today, we are going to be joined by Daniel Sinish of tradingindicators.com. Daniel and his team were uh, the prime sponsors for our big Tech Wizards event last week. So if you haven't had a chance to um, to to catch up on that, that's on timingresearch.com as well. We had 26 great presentations throughout three days, and those were all there for you to review. But uh, today we have Daniel back to focus on his uh, his liquidity IQ indicator and provide us more information about that. And uh, and just a reminder, of course. Um, this presentation is for educational purposes only. Trading is not suitable for all people. And please consult a financial advisor and only trade with money you can afford to lose. So also, this is being recorded as well and also will be available on the timingresearch.com site and the Timing Research YouTube. So, all right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Daniel. Yes, thanks, David. Thank you for the introduction and uh, hello to everyone in the Zoom room. I'm super, super excited to be here today and to discuss our brand new liquidity IQ indicator, which we really see as your charting assistance or assistant, which will annotate your charts with noteworthy and important uh, things to, to look at. And it will do this all automatically and based on our AI solution. Now, before we get started, let me introduce myself. First, I'm going to show my face. Hey, guys, how's it going? So my name is Daniel Sinek, and I am a managing partner of tradingindicators.com. You may see this in the top right window here. And this is an online marketplace for all your trading needs. And uh, all of the indicators in tradingindicators.com have been programmed uh, by ourselves. Uh, my background is in software engineering and mathematics and you know, this enabled me and us uh, to create all our products um, on our own. And but most importantly, we are also traders at heart. And this combination, I believe, um, yeah, allows us to create products such as Liquidity IQ, which I'm going to talk about today. It allows us to create products which are truly, um, yeah, meant to help you in your trading and to help you make a better trading decisions. Now, before we get started, maybe a few more words about me and uh, you know what my background is. So, I, I'm an engineer, software engineer by heart, and I strongly believe in this. You know, transcends into trading, but also into other aspects in my life that uh, I believe in. Using the right tools uh, can truly make your life easier. So, this could be in your daily life, in your trading life, in your programming life. If you're a programmer like me, having the right tools uh, in your toolbox uh, can make a big difference. Now, I mentioned before that my background is in software engineering. Actually, uh, back in the day, I was uh, pursuing a career in academia, and um, I uh, went through all the, the levels. I did my PhD, my postdoc in software engineering with the objective back then to become a university professor. I even taught uh, multiple courses at uh, different universities in software engineering. But you know what? Uh, at the same time, I liked academia a lot, but I was, I was also fascinated by the world of trading. So I opened up my, my trading account. And as I started off, of course, I made all the mistakes that everybody or many people do when they start off. I took too much risk. I revenge traded. I traded when the market conditions were not right. And you know, after donating quite a bit of money to the market, I came to the hard realization. Oh man, trading is uh, difficult and I need help. 
And for me, needing help meant I need better tools, which will help me make better trading decisions. So I started programming. I rolled up my sleeves and started creating tools, which will help me for most to make better trading decisions. Decisions, And this is really how the story behind tradingindicators.com started, because most of the tools you will find on this website, they have been primarily created to help us in our own trading. And once we realize, well, these tools actually work, we decide to put them out to the public and add them to our online store. Now, I am actually not alone in this journey. Um, of course, we have our trading community, but we also have a great team here at Trading Indicators. So we have Homer, my partner in crime. She's been uh, my business partner throughout various adventures, uh, I think, for the last 20 or 25 years. So Homer is also in the chat today. So if you want to say hello, send a nice message to Homer. And we also Hi, have everyone. Nicholas. <laughs> Hi, Holmes. Hi. And, we, and we also have uh, Nicholas on board, which is our uh, genius programmer. He has taken over some of the development work that I started, and he put them to the next level. So this is uh, this is our core team, and together uh, throughout the years, we have built more than seven hundred trading indicators uh, and other trading tools and trading solutions, such as fully automated strategies, uh, trading dashboards, trading scanners, and so forth. And there are a couple of things that really anchors us, which is really true to our heart. And the first thing here at Trading Indicators, we believe in technical analysis. And we do believe that, you know, fundamental data, because of the efficient markets that we have nowadays, is always priced in your chart. And by analyzing your chart through technical analysis, you indirectly will also analyze and take into account fundamentals. This is one of our core beliefs. We also believe that trading should be simple and that trading indeed is simple if you know what to look for. Now, the million-dollar question now is, hey, how do I know what to look for? Well, today, we're going to show you a tool, an indicator, which will tell you right off the bat, when you apply it to the chart, what are the important aspects on the chart. It will give you a lot of context for your trading because you can then focus on what is actually important and disregard all the noise. We also believe, and I mentioned this before, that the right tech, the right tools will make your trading life easier. Indicators are part of the tag of your toolbox, which you can use for this purpose. And then perhaps most importantly uh, for us at Trading Indicators, we do believe in teamwork, not just um, in our company, but also with our community of traders. Um, there's always a back and forth. We live by the feedback that we receive from our community. We have community events uh, every week at Trading Indicators, where we teach you tips and tricks about the market, about our indicators. Uh, it's an outlet for you guys to ask questions and so forth. And it's a really a social place for traders to come together with us. And we really enjoy that aspect of our work. Now, uh, before we get into today's topic, a quick reminder, and David already mentioned it, but I'm going to just say it again. Uh, if you trade uh, Forex, stocks, or other asset classes, keep in mind that trading does contain substantial risk and therefore is not suited for every investor. If you trade, make sure to only use risk capital. That should you lose it, it should not, or it will not affect your lifestyle. When it comes to hypothetical performance or anything based on historical data, keep in mind that this is not necessarily indicative of future performance. All right, so with this out of the way, let's see what we have planned today. And I'm going to start off with an idea that was central to what I'm going to show you right now. So here it is. So we believe, and we've observed this over the years, that charts have landmarks. And if we can spot these landmarks, um, 
we can uh, we can find them. And once found, um, these landmarks will have interesting properties, such that uh, such as uh, they attract the price almost magically or magnetically. Now, if we are able to spot these landmarks, we will be able to build our trades around that. Now, it sounds a bit cryptic, so let me build up to that. And before we get into the weeds, guys, if you have questions, uh, please don't be shy. Put them into the chat box of your Zoom window. Nicholas and Homas, they will look out for your questions and they will bring them to my attention um, if they see fit. Also, we're going to have a symbol round table towards the end of this presentation. So if you have any symbols in mind that you would like me to look at and analyze them uh, for you, please also put them into the chat um, yeah, window of your Zoom. All right, guys. So let's get into it. Now, um, charts can be unpredictable, especially if you don't know what to look at. Now, we can look at this one here where um, chart a chart maybe or price may be trending up. And, you know, you may be inclined to say, the trend is my friend, let's uh, enter into a long trade. But, you know, at this point here, you know, what, what can happen, what which often happens is, hey, my thesis was wrong and the chart reverses, price reverses to the downside and then it may reverse back up to the, uh, to the upside. Now, how can we trade when charts are so unpredictable? It is really hard if you don't know what to look for and what is important on this chart. Now let's try to make sense of it. Just one more example, uh, charts are typically filled with a lot of noise. And when I say noise is that charts tend to range uh, sideways uh, more than they tend to trend. And this is a common observation. I think I saw a stat at some point that charts or price trends uh, only 30% of the time. And the remaining 70%, it remains sideways. So how can we trade like this if it's always going sideways? Well, we're going to show you in today's presentation. All right. Uh, especially on smaller timeframes, um, and I mentioned this before, charts are unpredictable. And they seem, seem very choppy. Look at this one here. And it's very hard to see what is going on. Uh, it's a bit clearer uh, when we zoom out and perhaps use a higher time frame. This was a five-minute time frame over here, which looks really messy. But if you zoom out, the picture may become a bit clearer. And please keep this in mind uh, because this will be this will be leading up to a core feature of the indicator I'm going to show you in just a bit. So on the higher time frames, things tend to become a bit clearer. They're very choppy. On the lower time frames, on the higher ones, it's clearer. So keep this in mind, please. All right. Now, back to my original, our original idea is that charts do have landmarks. And for example, here, uh, a landmark of the chart could be created, for example, by a historical high. So price went all the way up here. It's the all-time high of that stock. And this forms oftentimes a landmark. Landmarks could also be formed by other things, such as um, points, uh, like here, swing points, which are visited and revisited and revisited multiple times. And if this happens, this also forms what we call a landmark. Now, why do I talk about landmarks? Is Well, because these landmarks actually have an interesting property. We call them, they are magnetic, because price tends to revisit these landmarks in the future. So for example, here where we had this all-time high and look what happened uh, after some time went by, yeah, price revisited that landmark, um, at least to the proximity of it in the future. Same here. We had these multiple buttons, which forms like a zone of uh, support and price later on revisited this landmark. again. And this is a common phenomena now, uh, and we can formulate our trades around that. 
But let me explain you a little bit of how why that is. Why are these zones important and why do they have these magnetic properties? Well, um, these zones are... Um, well, these landmarks are what we call, or what traders typically call, support if they are on the lower end, or resistance zones if they are at the higher end. And as the name suggests, um, you know, a resistance zone is an area of price where the price may have a hard time breaking through to the upside. Same for support. Again, it's an area of price where um, you know um, the candidates may not be able to go through to the downside because they're supporting price. But why is that? Is there a reason for that? Well, of course there is. Uh, they're not just magically there. There's actually a fundamental reason for that. Now, uh, from a fundamental point of view, uh, we can say, and you know, we probably heard this all before, that excess supply uh, creates resistance and excess demand creates support. So when supply exceeds the demand, uh, well, prices tend not to go any higher. And this is why we call this resistance, because price cannot go higher. There's too much supply. Um, and price will or tend to drop instead. The same for demand, but from the opposite, opposite point of view. Uh, when demand exceeds supply, well, a falling price pattern uh, may come to a stop because at this point, uh, you know, demand uh, exceeds supply and price may not drop further. But I'm, I'm sure you've heard this all before. Now, um, and we can spot this. We don't know why that is, why there's excess supply or why there's excess demand because that goes back to fundamental data. And if you remember, when I said it in the, very big, in the very beginning, we truly believe here at Trading Indicators that fundamental data is priced into the chart. And we can actually spot this. We can spot the phenomena, the fundamental phenomena of excess uh, demand, for example, uh, right on the chart. Look at these swing points here. This is exactly where this happens. An area of price, uh, which you know, the price pivoted and it was revisited over and over again. And the reason for this is because at these levels, big money orders or block orders came in, which are buy orders, with, uh, with high volume, which prevented price to drop any further. So that's a fundamental fact, which is priced into the chart, which is visible in your price chart. And the same thing for uh, excess uh, supply, which creates resistance. Look at these swing points here. We had one here, and it was revisited later on. We can see these directly on the price chart. This is where big money orders uh, or sell orders came in. Our price was not able to power through it to the upside, and instead it reversed to the downside. And this is exactly what I meant, that fundamental information typically is already priced in and therefore visible in your price chart. And by, for, by performing technical analysis, uh, we can take this fundamental data into it. All right. Now, one more thing, uh, back to the fundamentals. Uh, these uh, swings in price, um, you know, our price pivots and the phenomenon of excess supply and excess demand, they are typically caused by what we call the big players, the culprits, um, the big money traders, the institutions which are able to place these big block orders. Now, and they do this because at these levels, um, typically there's excess liquidity. Now, we are, as retail traders, we are not able to make these... Um, to make these swings in the market. It's impossible for us. We don't have enough volume. But you know what? Let the big players call the shots. And us as retail traders, we can simply follow these patterns and profit in the process. And this is exactly what this presentation is all about. We're, gonna, we're going to be able to spot these landmarks on the chart and then formulate our trades around that. All right. So 
And just one more thing, this is this, you know, leads into why we call our indicator liquidity IQ, because um, these areas of support and resistance, if accompanied by um, by above average volume, are typically known as liquidity zones. And the big players, the culprits, the institutions, they like to trade at these zones because this is where they can get their money orders filled. And we developed an indicator which is able to support also to spot these zones for you. This could can be done manually, but it's very tedious. But we have built an indicator to spot these zones. And uh, you know, once you know where these zones are, you can take advantage of that knowledge that you have gained because these zones have what we call magnetic properties. And these properties uh, allow us to um, you know formulate traits um, based on that observation. Now, uh, when I say magnetic properties, uh, I really mean that price is attracted to these levels. Look at this. Uh, this could be a resistance zone up here and down here could be a support zone. And look how price uh, tends to revisit or alternate or oscillate between these levels over and over again. And once we know what these levels are, we can... Um, you know, take advantage of this fact. And there are a whole bunch of trading ideas or trading patterns that we can um, use once we know what these zones are. Now, the million dollar question now is, however, how can we spot these zones? So this can be done manually, but it's very tedious because it requires a lot of, uh, you know, manual analysis of your chart. You have to see what was my, uh, what was the volume at certain levels? How many times did was a level revisited um, and so forth? Well, to you know, to lift this heavy burden or, uh, of doing this manually, we have created an indicator which will do it all for you. An indicator which will find these zones and other important things uh, directly once applied to the chart. Now, um, I guess enough um, theory. Let's hop over to um, a chart and let me show you guys how this indicator works. I'm just going to quickly ask Homer or Nicholas, are there any questions at this point? We don't see much in uh, the chat. I, there are. Sorry, I'm just going through this because it's in the chat and not a Q&A box. So I'm just doing some forensics going backwards. We do have a request to see some symbols right now. Is this a good time or no, not yet. A, a bit later? Uh, yeah, we're going to do this a bit later towards the end because I want to cover a bit of theory first. But okay, yeah, if there are no questions... And, yeah. We have a question actually about theory regarding the levels. Um, we have a message from Aaron. He says he thinks these levels are based on Fibonacci ratios. Is this true? And also he wants to know if there's some way to automatically trade these levels. Maybe there'll be something on that later on. Yes, we're going to cover this too. So yeah, FIB ratios are uh, do play a role. But um, once again, this is... Um, this is some of a uh, fundamental uh, information uh, which we can spot on the chart. But let me let me actually explain to you. I'll show you how this indicator actually works. So let's do that. So let me switch over to trading view, and let me just drag this in for a second. If I can find my browser, there we go. All right. So this is my trading view chart, and I've opened here um, MNQ the micro. Nasdaq futures contract on the 15-minute time frame. Before I get into the indicator, uh, let me um, just point out that our indicator will work on any major platform. So we, we support it for, for TradingView, of course, but also for NinjaTrader, ModifWave, uh, MetaTrader 4, and MetaTrader 5. And I'm going to show you a couple of futures examples in the beginning, but the indicator will also work on stocks or uh, FX or other asset classes. So don't worry about that. 
All right. So what do we have here? We have uh, MNQ open on the 15 minute time frame. And I have already applied our liquidity IQ indicator to this chart. And just so I can ease you into this indicator, I have disabled some of the core features just so such that I can build up to that. Okay. So what do you see when you apply this indicator to the chart? Well, the first thing that stands out are these lines. You see this line up here, this greenish line. There's one line here, and there's a smaller line here. And to the lower side, we have these red lines. These are areas of support when it's red or resistance when it's greenish. You can see it here. Now, that's the first thing you see. So it, it will point out automatically for you where are nearby areas of resistance and support. Now, if you go to the end of the price here, you see these little boxes here. Do you see this greenish box and this reddish box? This uh, is an indication that uh, where is the nearest area of resistance and support? There can be multiple levels, but these boxes indicate the nearest area. And uh, why is this important to know? Well, because this is the most relevant area for us when it comes to trading. So we have one above price here and one below price. All right. Now, uh, one another aspect which is really important, and we teach this to our students all the time, don't think of these uh, lines as really lines in the sand, which, is, which are an exact price. These are actually zones. So they're not exactly at this price level, let's say 18,123. This actually, it's a zone around this. And to, in order to reflect this, uh, we have added this little box around the nearby areas, uh, which represents a zone. And if you observe this a little bit on a lower time frame chart, you can see that this box actually shrinks and grows a little bit depending on the current volatility of the market. If markets are more volatile, this box will uh, become a bit bigger because, you know, price is moving stronger. And if uh, markets are less volatile, this box will become a bit less, uh, yeah, less strong. All right. So this is the first thing that this indicator does. Now, let me enable another feature. So I'm going to go back to the settings of the indicator, and I will now enable something called mentor mode because uh, this indicator uh, is built for, for seasoned traders, for expert traders, but also for traders who are just starting out. And to help traders who are just starting out to make sense of what they are seeing uh, on the chart, we have developed what we call a mentor mode. So let me switch this on. All right. I'll switch this one on here too. I'm going to click OK. So the indicator now will recalculate. And once done, you can see here that it has now annotated the price chart for us with noteworthy things to look at. For example, it will tell you, well, this greenish area, I just told you this before, is the nearby resistance zone spanning from uh, this price to this price. Same for the support zone. This is our support zone down here, the nearby support zone spanning from this price to this price. All right, so far so good. But we have other annotations too. Look at this one here, this little arrow. This is what we call a zone break. So sometimes, uh, you know, these support levels or resistance level, they may be broken. And the indicator will point this out to you because at this point, um, let's say price powers through that support zone. All of a sudden, this support then will act as resistance. You probably have heard this before that support can become resistance and vice versa. Let's see what happened. So here we broke through uh, this support zone. Uh, we had a zone break. It's annotated on the chart. You also see this little arrow here on the chart. And then price followed through and then went back up again. And to which level did it go up? To this resistance level here. At this point, support has become resistance. Price 
I retrace up there and then bounce lower again. This is what people say or traders say when um, they point out that support can become resistance or resistance can act as support. All right. So what else do we see? Let me see if I can find a good example here. Uh, this is a good one here too. Uh, this is this shaded area. You see this here is what we call a liquidity capture. Uh, what do we mean by that? Well, it can happen on your chart that price is you know, approaching a resistance zone or a support zone, but does not break it. And if this is accompanied by abnormally high volume, we call this a liquidity capture. And the indicator finds these areas uh, because um, these are areas where these big block orders are coming in. The big players are stepping in, oftentimes uh, preventing price from powering through the zone. So here we had and a price go into this uh, resistance zone, but it was not able to power through because we had these liquidity captures, these big orders coming in, these big sell orders preventing price from going much further. We can see this time and time again. All right, so this is how the indicator works in broad strokes. But there's one more feature, which I, which I think is one of the key features altogether. Remember when I said in the beginning of this presentation that charts are a bit messy on the lower time frame? but they become much clearer on the bigger time. So we have built in a feature to this indicator. We call this the pretend feature, where the indicator will pretend to be, a, to be on a higher time frame while showing its visuals, its zones on the chart time frame. So let me enable this feature. So I'm gonna go to the settings, click here, all right? And I'm gonna go to this uh, parameter here. It's called the base reference time frame. I'm gonna change the value from chart, which is your chart time frame, to something else. So let's say, for example, to the one-hour time frame. And once I do this, you will see things are going to change on the chart. So I'm going to click on it. All right. It's recalculating. Just keep an eye on what's happening on the chart. My zones have changed. Yeah. If you paid attention to this, uh, now this resistance zone is a bit higher up. And the support zone is a bit further down. And this is because the indicator now pretends, in quotes, of course, to be on the one-hour time frame. And you can change it again. Maybe this was... Um, not enough. Maybe I want it to be on the four-hour time frame. Once again, I click on it, and once done, it will recalculate everything. It's still, and the, the zones change again. And this is how you can tell the indicator to pretend to be on a different time frame while still looking on the lower-level time frame for timing your entries. And why is this important? Because as a trader, you want to reduce your mental load. And having multiple charts open, like one on the five minute, maybe one on the 30, one on the one hour, does not help to reduce your mental load. It will perhaps uh, overwhelm you. But as a trader, you want to focus your mental energy on making sense of the chart, on formulating trade ideas, on pulling the trigger when everything lines up. This is what you want to focus on. But you know, if you have like different charts open and things are too complicated and too complex, you will forget about the, the important things in trading. All right, so let me show you uh, what is actually my favorite time frame uh, to look at. First of all, I like to trade off when it comes to day trading. So we're gonna have some day trading examples right now in the beginning. We're gonna look at swing trades later on. So for day trading, I like to be on the five minute time frame for my chart time frame, and I like to apply or configure my indicator, the Create IQ, to pretend to be on the thirty minute time frame. So this is um, a combination that I like to use. Let me do this. And once applied, um, we can now see what is going on here. This is the five-minute time frame on MNQ. All right. So what do we see? How can we make sense of the information that is presented to us? Well, first of all, we do see that price is somewhat smack down the middle uh, between support and resistance. 
When I say smackdown, the middle, it's like somewhere in the center line between support and resistance. This doesn't always have to be the case. So we're going to look at some examples later on where price is much closer to, this, to the support zone or much closer to the resistance zone. But in this case, it is somewhat, not exact, nothing in trading is exact. Uh, it's always contingency, but it is somewhat in the middle of price. Now, when this happens, um, one trade that we teach to our students our one trade idea that we teach our students is what we call the magnet trade. Remember when I said that price is magnetically drawn to support and resistance. These are areas that price tends to visit and revisit and revisit it over and over again. And it's the same case here. Price will be drawn to either the support zone or the resistance zone. The question now is, to which zone will it be drawn first? And this is where your discretion comes in. Okay, so you can make, and I'm going to teach you this in a second, you can make an educated guess to which zone price will go first. Will it either go to the support zone or to the resistance? We're going to revisit this. I'm going to show you how you can estimate this uh, with a, some degree of certainty to which zone price will go first. And once you know this, to which zone it will go first, then you can formulate your trade around it. If you think it's going to go first to the resistance zone, well, you're going to uh, create a long trade of some sorts. If you think it's going to go down to the support zone first, well, you're going to place a short trade. All right. Now, let's back up a little bit because I want to teach you how the setup works. So let me go back to uh, my slides for one second. There we go. Now, what have we seen so far? So far, We have seen uh, our liquidity IQ indicator on TradingView, but it also exists for other platforms. We really see this as your starting point for doing your chart analysis. And we at Trading Indicators, this is the indicator that we apply first to the chart. It's by default on every chart that we look at because it acts as your charting assistant by pointing out these important levels on the chart because you know these, these levels have these properties that we're interested in that we can formulate our trades around. Uh, the indicator will also pinpoint on the chart noteworthy events such as uh, zone breaks, uh, which may have a strong follow-through or liquidity captures. I mentioned both of these uh, when I uh, discussed these features. All right, so we know what these uh, events are, we know where our zones are, and this is all the information that we need as a starting point to identify trade ideas. All right, so now um, I explained to you that there's um, one trade idea um, which happens quite frequently, or one setup that happens quite frequently, which is the magnet zone trade. And this magnet zone trade is a setup uh, which comes into play when price is encapsulated somewhere in the center line between support and resistance. And where did we just see this example? Well, it was on this MNQ chart where price was really almost in the middle between support and resistance. All right, so first condition is fulfilled. The second one is we need to determine in which direction, direction is the short-term momentum pointing. And why do we do this? Well, because this will give us the final clue as to whether the support zone to the downside or the support zone to the upside will be revisited first. How do we do this? How do we know uh, what is the direction of momentum? Well, we could do something. If I go back to the chart, we could do some, some sort of you know, trend analysis to see uh, where is my momentum pointing to. But again, it may not be as crystal clear. Is this an uptrend? Is this a downtrend? It's a bit hard to see. It depends on how far you look back. Well, luckily, we have created a supplementary indicator to liquidity IQ, which will tell you the current direction of momentum. And this indicator is called MA rush. 
So let me go ahead and apply this indicator to the chart. Let's see, MA rush. Let me apply it. And once applied, you will see that it will further annotate your chart. And if we just zoom out a little bit, we can see these, uh, these little flags here. This is caused by this indicator, MA rush. So at this point, the momentum was bullish. We can see it was a nice follow-through. Price actually went up and up and up and up. But then things changed later on. You can see it here. Look at this. Momentum changed and MA rush told us, hey, the momentum has changed from bullish now to bearish. And when MA rush, this indicator tells us uh, we are currently in a bearish momentum, uh, we then make the educated prediction that price will visit the lower support zone first. This is the final clue to formulate our trade. So price will go down to this support zone. Now, there's one more aspect. So if you want to follow this trade, there's one more thing that we want to do. And this is um, we want to improve our entry price and our risk-reward ratio. Uh, what do I mean by this? Well, if you're talking about risk-reward, uh, the reward in this case, if you, let's say, place a short trade, would be that price goes towards the support zone. This would be our profit target, somewhere perhaps right before the support zone. But the risk um, and the worst case that we have to put on is to put our stop order all the way up here. And that's not a good reward-risk ratio. Our reward is less than our risk. And we are trading in case we'd like to have at least a risk-reward of one-to-one, -one, ideally better. So how can we improve it? Well, we're going to wait. We're going to sit and wait. And we're going to wait for price to retrace, actually going to the opposite direction, perhaps to this area right here. And then we place our limit sell order in the anticipation that price will first visit our support zone to the downside first. Let's kind of do the opposite move. You know, Seinfeld, when George uh, starts doing the, the opposite of what his intuition tells him in his life, he meets all these uh, great women, he you know, finds a great job and so forth. It's kind of the same thing in trading. We're actually going to wait for price to go higher before we enter into a sell trade. It's something that's uh, it's quite counterintuitive, but trust me, it can make all the difference. Because by doing this, we first of all avoiding chasing the price or chasing the trend or chasing a trade. And we're going to tell um, our trade, hey, I want to take this trade at the price that I want to be filled, at the price favorable to me. So I'll get a better price and I improve my risk reward ratio. And this is exactly the magnet trade setup. Price is somewhere in the middle. And momentum tells it's going either first to the resistance zone, or in this case, first to the support zone, we wait for a retracement to get a better entry price, and then we place our trade. And this could be, um, the price is already approaching the zone and price goes here. This could be an interesting idea to place a short trade uh, towards the support zone. If you join our community and our uh, teaching sessions, uh, we're actually going to show you some techniques where we can further uh, improve our risk reward. In some cases, it is not needed to place our stop all the way up here. Uh, there may be other um, areas on the chart where you can place your stop, which is not so far away. So this is something that you will learn when you join our community. All right. So a lot of talking. Uh, let me change it up a little bit. Let's show, look at some other symbols. So I'm going to just, um, this was the MNQ on the five minute. Let's have a look at the um, at MCL, the crude oil symbol. Also on the five minute time frame and um, liquidity IQ and ME rush is applied. Let's see what we can see here. All right, perfect. So what do we see here? Well, price once again is in between support and resistance. Okay, this again, once again, sets up for a nice magnet zone trade uh, because price is in the middle. What does our momentum tell us? Well, ME rush is applied and it tells us momentum is bearish. This actually looks quite bearish here. 
So what do we do? Well, our thesis is that price will first uh, visit the support zone, um, support zone down here. So what are we doing again? Once again, we are telling price, hey, I don't want to enter this level. I'm going to wait for a retracement, perhaps to this level here. And it's quite likely price has retraced in the past. Then I enter into my sell trade with the profit target somewhere around here. Remember when I said that there are ways to uh, tighten your stop loss a little bit? It doesn't always have to be all the way up here. This could be one such example. Look at this intermediate swing point here, a price balanced off. This can also be seen as some sort of resistance. And in some cases, you can actually put your stop loss uh, just above the swing point in the anticipation that price uh, will not be able to exceed this level before it hits the lower support zone. All right, this was uh, MCL. Let's look at uh, gold, MGC. Let's see what we can see here. All right, the indicator is calculating. And let's see what we have. Oh, this is an interesting case. So um, here we have the case, and this happens from time to time, where price is actually below support. Well, this may sound weird, uh, but it's actually a reason for that. Let me just see what happened here. All right, so look at what happened here. Price powered through this formally established support zone. We had a zone break here with this entry error, and then price just kept being or staying below that level. Now, when this happens, when the zone break happens, um, even though this, uh, this still looks like support, but in this case, support acts as resistance to the upside. So we can think about it like this. Price acts as resistance. And um, one trade that we uh, frequently um, point out, this may be a bit far away because this is uh, just a random symbol I pulled up, is when price approaches, goes back up, approaches once again this formerly support level, which now acts as resistance, we can oftentimes anticipate a bounce from this level towards the lower side. This doesn't set up like this right now. We would need to price to go up quite a bit. But if this happens, a bounce towards the lower side is possible as well. This would be a different trade setup from our magnet trade setup, which I discussed previously. And one more example, perhaps, real quick. Let's look at um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin futures here. Again, on the five-minute time frame, let's see what we can see here. Kind of the similar scenario. Price now is above resistance. It has powered through. Get this zone break here. Price then nicely followed through. And again here, um, this resistance now acts as support. Should price retrace towards this level, we can or we may anticipate a bounce uh, from this level towards the upside again. But uh, for now, uh, in this case, I would just wait for uh, price to um, yeah, uh, come closer to our resistance zone to anticipate this potential bounce. All right. So this was um, a lot of talk about um, day trading. Now, let's look at some stocks. This was all futures. Let's look at some stocks that perhaps set up for a nice swing trade. So uh, let me open Square. Uh, on the four-hour time frame, so the time frame has uh, drastically changed now. So we are on the four-hour of SQ block. Okay. So what do we see? Well, if I zoom in a little bit here, we once again see that our indicator liquidity IQ has pointed out that price is somewhat in the middle of support and resistance. And just one thing before I continue, let me show you how I configured thing out of the way. How I configured my liquidity IQ. Um, I configured it just by opening up these settings here to pretend to be on the daily time frame. My charting time frame is the four hour, but I configured liquidity IQ to pretend to be daily time frame. And this, um, once again, this is where this uh, higher time frame feature comes in very handy. I don't need to open up the daily chart. I just have the indicator to pretend to be on the daily chart and show me the levels as they are calculated or would have been calculated on the daily chart. 
on this four-hour chart. Okay, so we see here that price is uh, in the middle of support and resistance. Uh, once again, this could be a magnet zone uh, trade. Let me enable MA Rush to see what the momentum is pointing to. What do we see? Well, it's bearish. It is bearish signal here. And once again, um, the prediction would now be that price will first visit this lower support zone first, this one here. Uh, instead of going upwards, it might go first to this zone. And uh, according to our theory, uh, we would once again wait for retracement to even further improve our entry price, perhaps to this level here. Price um, goes up here. We place a sell limit order with the anticipation that price will go further down towards the support zone. Our target would be right above this support zone, perhaps at 63. And one more thing, monday.com, uh, the productivity tool. Uh, what do we see here? Um, a different setup. So here, price is once again, this is a four-hour time frame, above resistance and support. Remember when I mentioned the bounce trade earlier on? We actually saw this right here. So price broke through this level of resistance. We had the zone break on January 24. Went up, went up, and up. And then it retraced. I guess we had some kind of news or earnings announcement here. It retraced back. And where did it retrace to? Guess what? To this zone. Because this resistance zone now, once broken, acts as support. And you know, we know support uh, prices are difficulty powering through. This is exactly what happened here. It went down all the way to the support zone, couldn't power through, and went up again. And this is what I meant by our bounce trade setup. When price is above resistance, retraces, and this could be a good opportunity to enter into a long trade. And because price may not be able to power through this uh, now support zone, which was formerly resistance. And you know what I like about this trade is that once you have this kind of setup, you can enter around the center line of this um, resistance zone and put your stop just below here. Because it may happen that price breaks through further, but um, I would just still place a very tight stop loss. If I get stopped out, well, no big deal. But if I'm right, price may go up for quite a bit. And my risk-reward ratio is very beneficial for this kind of trade. All right. So before we're going to answer some questions, uh, let me go back to my slides. I know I talk a lot, but I'm going to let you guys uh, ask your questions in a second. Uh, let me just go back to my slides if I can find them. There we go. Okay. So uh, we looked at some charts, and uh, I mentioned that MA Raj, the supplementary indicator, uh, actually works really nicely together with liquidity IQ uh, because it will tell you what, in which direction is momentum facing. Is it rather bullish or rather bearish? And it does so by uh, putting these bearish or bullish labels onto the chart. And this is one, um, you know. Very nice feature to know because you can formulate, can use this information to formulate your trades. Now, MA Rush will also work as a standalone indicator. And we have many traders who simply follow these momentum signals to either enter short at this point or along here. We actually did um, a study um, a couple of weeks ago where we created a fully automated trading solution, which all it did was trading these signals. Because the bear signal would enter short. If the bull signal, it will reverse the position and enter long, and so forth and so forth. And backtests have shown that this can actually be quite uh, profitable as well. Uh, we don't use, um, in, in, with liquidity IQ, we don't use this as entry points, but you could also use these signals as entry points for your trades. That's another a nice feature of MA Rush. And we really see that uh, liquidity IQ and MA Rush as our dynamic duo because they complement each other so nicely. The Credit IQ will show you all the important levels and events on the chart and 
Emirage will show you in which direction uh, current momentum is pointing. And you can use this information to create your trades. All right. So um, our indicators, they exist for TradingView, NinjaTrader, ModifWave, and MetaTrader. And uh, they were great on all these platforms. I just chose TradingView in this demo because that's you know a platform that most traders know. It's always nice to you know, use a platform you guys are familiar with for the demo. All right. So before we're going to look at some questions, I mean, there's going to be plenty of time to ask questions. Um, we do have uh, a special offer prepared for all attendees today. As a big thank you for um, you know, spending the time with me, uh, listening to me talk and, you know, taking time out of your day uh, for this. And this special is called the Liquidity IQ Super Package. This package uh, will give you lifetime access to our Liquidity IQ indicator, but there's more to it. It will also include six bonus offers. Bonus offer number one, you're going to get our MA Rush indicator, complimentary with this package. It's going to be included also for life. Bonus number two, you will be invited to our exclusive live trading workshop scheduled for February 20th, next week, Tuesday, where we will use our own money or real money to trade with Liquidity IQ and MA Rush in front of your eyes. I'm going to explain you everything about the setups that we see in the markets. Uh, if you like the setup, if you perhaps don't like it so much, and we're going to place orders, orders based on what we see using uh, real money, real orders. So not on a demo account, on a real life account. Bonus number three, you will also be invited to our weekly exclusive members-only trading sessions. Now, we have this, these sessions every Tuesday. We just had one yesterday, and they always take place at noon Eastern. They're all recorded should you not be able to make it. And in these live market sessions, you are able to, uh, first of all, learn about tips and tricks about all our indicators, not just Liquidity IQ and MA Rush. You're going to learn how you're going to learn how we look at the market. You can ask questions. Uh, any question that you have, you can ask us to look at some symbols that you're interested in. And we're having these sessions every single week on Tuesdays. And you will be invited to these sessions as well if you deci decide to sign up for this Liquidity IQ Super Package. And on top of this, we're going to throw in an ebook on how to trade with MA Rush and two video guides. One video guide on the Magnet Zone trading setup. Today, I give you the broad strokes of the setup, but there's some nuances to it. So there's a video that we recorded, which will explain everything you need to know about this particular setup. And uh, there's another video guide, which will show you how to configure ME Rush and Liquidity IQ together uh, so they can bounce off each other off and uh, show you everything you need to see on the chart. And if you want to take advantage of this offer, all you need to do is to go to tradingindicators.com, which is our homepage, slash zone. And zone because, you know, Liquidity IQ will show you these liquidity zones on the chart as one of its key features. So tradingindicators.com slash zone. All right. So before I'm going to discuss this uh, package a bit further, are there any requests for symbols that you guys would like me to look at? Yeah, Daniel, we have a couple requests. Yeah. Uh, no specific timeframes, but can you take a look at S&P ETF? So SPY, the symbol SPY. Yeah. All right. So let me switch over to my trading view again. All right. So SPY, let's see. I guess it's uh, this one here. Okay. SPY, liquidity IQ is calculating. This is the four-hour timeframe. Let's see what we can see here. Well, we did have this uh, massive break uh, of a very strong resistance zone back in uh, January 24th, is the four-hour chart. And you know, once again, this is our zone break signal. And 
see what happened here. We, it was signaled, so zone break, and price really powered through afterwards. This is uh, another trade that you can take with Liquidity IQ. You can act on these zone break signals and then simply enter in the direction of these zone trades. Actually, one thing that is uh, quite interesting here, and uh, look at what happened right before that zone break. We had these set one, two, three, four, five liquidity captures. These um, you know, these shaded areas here. And what we have observed uh, when these happen over and over again, like more than three times, or in this case five times, it's a sign that this resistance zone that we had here is weakening. It's like you know you have an ice pickle and you know hit on your eyes and eyes and eyes, and eventually the ice is gonna break. And it's exactly what happened here. You know, price wicked up here with high volume, couldn't break through again and again and again and again. But eventually, uh, this zone has weakened this resistance zone and was broken through. It's actually another trade that we uh, we teach you is when we have these repeated liquidity captures, it can signal some weakness in uh, either a support zone or a resistance zone. Thanks, Daniel. This actually is a perfect segue for a question about the zone break signals. They wanted to know, are these signals drawn after the fact? Oh, that's um, a good point. Yeah. It's actually, everything you see here, this indicator is drawn in real time. This indicator does not repaint in any way. Everything will show up in real time. What do I mean by this? Uh, in case of this uh, zone break signal, you will see it uh, permanently on this chart as soon as this candle closes. So as the candle is still open, it may flicker because, you know, as price changes intra-candle, intra-bar, the conditions for a zone break may not be given anymore. And this, this zone break may go away. But as soon as this candle closes, this signal will be here forever. It will not move away. Same for our support zones and resistance zones. They will just stay where they are. Perfect. And we have another symbol request here. Yeah. Um, this one is for TQQQ. Or TQQQ, three Qs. All right. T oops, QQ. Yeah. Let's have a look. What we see here, maybe I'm going to change time frames just to see what's going on. Oh, interesting one here. Uh, price, <laughs> quite interesting. So price uh, is, we had the zone break here again after multiple liquidity captures. You can see it here. Again, a sign that is a zone may be weakening. Zone break happened and um, price followed through and then retraced into this, now acting as support zone, actually went a bit quite a bit further. But now it's like somewhere stuck in between support and resistance. So here, I believe it's a bit indeterminate of price, what price will do. We once again do see these liquidity captures uh, lining up. But in this case, I probably would not know how to trade this level. Perhaps let's leave. Uh, let's go to a lower time frame. And actually, before I do this, this brings me to a good point. So, you know, sometimes charts are not clear. Even if you apply our liquidity IQ indicator, in this case, price is like really smack down the middle of this resistance zone. It's not really clear what's going to happen. So what do you do as a trader? Well, the answer is actually quite easy. You just sit on your hands. You do not force this trade. You wait for price action to unfold in the future. And I promise you, if you are patient, things will become much clearer in the future. You just have to wait for it, for the picture to unfold. So this to me is a picture which is not clear right now. I would wait for more bars to come in to see what the picture looks like um, perhaps in a couple of days or weeks. But let me just switch to a lower time frame here just for the fun of it. You configure uh, the reference time from B, perhaps the hourly, just to see what we can see on this indicator. All right. Ah, interesting one here. Uh, so uh, price is once again approaching this resistance zone. And look at what hap what's happening here. It's having a hard time powering through. It actually got stuck here. So this zone was known beforehand. And this actually sets up 
to some degree for a bounce trade. A bounce trade is where price cannot penetrate completely a resistance zone or support zone if it was down here, and instead it will retrace. We can see this nicely here. Again, I said it before, what I like about this bounce trade is that you can put your Starbuck really nearby. If you're wrong, no big deal, you're not going to lose much. But if you're right, if price even goes here, you will have a nice winner with a nice reward risk ratio. Any other symbols? Yeah, Daniel, I've, we can get two birds with one stone with this one. Uh, Pawn wants to know, does it work on Forex? So maybe we can look yeah. at like pound USD or Euro USD. All right. So let me go to Forex. And the answer is yes, it works with all asset classes. So let me go to Euro USD. All right. Let's calculate and see what's going on here. Again, this is the five minute time frame on that currency. Uh, so if I zoom out, and actually for, for currencies, um, I should say one thing. I, here in this case, I configured liquidity IQ to pretend to be on the hourly time frame. Uh, but when it comes to futures, but also for FX, uh, and I'm trading off the five-minute chart for a day trade, uh, I, this is a bit too high for me. Uh, you know, the levels are too coarse gray and they look too far back to be relevant for my day trading. Uh, for stocks, the hourly is fine because there's much fewer bars. The market closes at 4 p.m., opens at 9, 9.30, much fewer bars. But for FX, well, also futures, they, tra they trade 24 hours a day for five days a week. So uh, this... I like to keep it a bit shorter. So let me switch this to the 30-minute time frame and see what happens. So now my look-back period will recalculate and we can see if we have um, some more clarity. Well, no, not really. We still have this big zone break here with some follow-through. Price is now retracing uh, towards the support zone. Um, if it approaches the zone higher, perhaps goes to 107,500, somewhere around here, this could be an idea for a short trade because it may bounce off that support zone, which now acts as resistance. And this could be a nice short setup if you stop just right above this level here. Let me look at pound SD. There we go. Let's see what we can see here. This may be a bit clearer. Now it's, uh, you know, what? I, I still think that um, it looks actually quite similar. The price powered through this level here, this nice zone break. And actually, let's look at this example here because uh, I really like these, uh, these scenarios where price, uh, we had a zone break here. And once the zone break happens, um, this level will act as the source support, but now act as resistance. And look at how many times price wicked into it, but couldn't break through. Once again here, now we had another zone break, but price was just a barely above it. And then price um, eventually uh, powered lower. But in this case, I would still wait if I look at current price here, that price perhaps retraces closer to the support zone, which then could set up for a nice short trade because price may bounce off the support area. Perfect. Can we take a couple more charts, Daniel? Yeah, let's do it. So we have one for Alcoa, which is AA. Yeah, Alcoa. All right. Alcoa, there we go. On the five minute, this is a stock now. So for stocks, and we teach you this in our, in our sessions, for stocks, oh, this is actually a nice one. Um, <laughs> so what do we have here? Quite a similar setup. Look at this. We had this zone break back on Tuesday last week. Uh, price, oh, actually, Tuesday, yesterday. We had price out. Uh, going down the zone break. He could have uh, capitalized on that downwards move. But look what happened next. It retraced two more times to this formerly support area, which now acts as resistance. And right now it's smack down the middle here. And this actually, if I just look at this, um, if you, so the, <laughs> one trade idea here just by looking at this could be to anticipate another bounce lower because price may have a hard time to penetrate this uh, support zone, which now acts as a resistance. And we may see another bounce just like this one here. So the idea could be to perhaps place your limit order when price once again moves into this area. Uh, put your stop right above here and perhaps if a target somewhere down here, that another bounce may be imminent. 
and prices will not be able to penetrate this area. Uh, there are a couple of other things that you will learn from us uh, when it comes to the bound trades, which will help you to make that decision. Uh, one aspect, for example, would be to take into account also the direction of current momentum. If they align, if momentum is bearish and we are we retrace into this uh, resistance area, then uh, chances multiply that price actually will go further down. But this is a setup where we teach in our trading sessions. All right, let me, before we look at some other symbols, let me perhaps explain a bit more about this package. So once again, this is a limited offer because seats are limited. Um, and this is because we only have so much capacity for our uh, members-only sessions. So this is um, an outlet for you there every Tuesday and also for the live trading workshop because we really want to make this a very personal experience to you. All right. So if you want to take advantage of this, simply go to tradingindicators.com slash zone. So about this package, uh, you will get the liquidity IQ indicator for the platform of your choice and for life. That's the key product. And of course, you will also um, get all these bonus offers like the Emmy Rush indicator, which is the um, you know, dynamic duo indicator, the companion for Liquidity IQ, the live trading workshop, the members only sessions, uh, our ebook on Emmy Rush, and our two video guides. So tradingindicators.com slash zone. And perhaps Homo or Nicholas, you can put, put this link also into the chat window. Okay. So, and. Um, yeah, so this is Emmy Rush, of course, the uh, companion, which shows you these um, momentum indications, either bearish or bullish, uh, which will help you with to trade with liquidity IQ. But also you can use these signals as, as standalone signals to simply go short on a bearish signal or go long on a bullish signal. Yeah. So all this uh, available today as a big thank you for joining our session today. Now, any other questions for symbols? Let me look. Sorry, Daniel, I was muted. No questions coming in right now, but we do have two chart requests. So maybe okay. we can start with this one, NIO. All right. Electric car company. Let's have a look. All right. Let's see what we see. This is again for the five-minute time frame. Setting up for... Okay. So what do we see here? We see that price is smack down the middle between support and resistance. And if you remember from earlier on this presentation, which trade setup um, could... Um, could, he, could be relevant here? Oh, it's our magnet zone trade. Uh, magnet zone means that price will either go first to or be magnetically, magnetically drawn first to the support zone or will be magnetically drawn to the resistance zone first. But which one is going to be more likely? Well, if you remember, we're going to apply our MA rush indicator right here. Let me open this up, put this onto the price chart. And let's see what MA rush is telling us. Well, what do we see? we see that MA Rush tells us, hey, we are currently in a bullish momentum. And this is the bias that we need to make our educated guess that price, as far as the setup is concerned, is more likely to be drawn first to this resistance zone. So yeah, the potential um, magnet zone trade here. Once again, I always, and I, I really discipline myself for this, I always want price to first retrace a bit. Um, it's um, not only allows me to, to think about this trade a bit more, but also... It improves once again our risk reward ratio. So perhaps ask price to retrace down this level here, then enter into a long position. Put your stop. I would actually put, probably put my stop in this case um, instead of just all the way down here, just at this level here. Price gapped up, um, so we could you could anticipate that perhaps this will now act as a new level of support. So a stop could be just down here. Your risk is quite limited, and the anticipation would be that price will first uh, go towards this resistance. Perfect, Daniel. We have one question and another chart. So we have yeah. a question from Steve. He wants to know, is it possible 
to get remote screen uh, share assistance to help install the integration. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're on TradingView, um, installation is completely seamless. Uh, all we need to do is to, um, we ask you for your TradingView username. Uh, once we have this, we will enable the indicator automatically in your account. So no problem whatsoever. Uh, TradingView is quite easy. For other platforms such as NinjaTrader or MT4 or ModifWave, uh, it's a bit more elaborate to install it. Still, just a few steps. But yeah, absolutely. We jump on a call with you. And, um, you know, once again, a trading indicator is what is most important to us. And it's centered in our hearts is that uh, we create a product which you find truly useful. And this also includes helping you getting started with it. And yeah, we will jump on a Zoom call with you to set you up properly. You will be invited to all our member sessions, to upcoming webinars, support sessions, and so forth. We can uh, ask all your questions. You can learn from, from us and so forth. So yeah, absolutely. No problem. Perfect. Thank you. And we have another symbol request. We already looked at this one, SQ block, but maybe yeah. we can look at it on something like the 30 minute, a little smaller time frame. Yeah, let's have a look. SQ block. Let's open up the 30 minute time frame. And let me quickly configure or reconfigure um, the reference time frame for liquidity IQ, perhaps to the, let's say the hourly here, see what we see on the chart. So it's recalculating and see it here. All right. So yeah, quite similar. It's a similar picture as we saw on the uh, higher time frame in the four hour that we had. The price is in between support and resistance. Uh, we have bearish momentum. Actually, this coincides with the trade that we had in mind. Uh, the price will first visit this support area. Now, I think when we had it on the four-hour time frame, our resistance was all, all the way up here. Uh, and our target was a bit further out. I think it was this level here. Uh, but in this case, uh, the indicator senses on this lower time frame, hey, there's actually a closer resistance zone somewhere down here. And our support is here. So once again, this sets up to um, to potential, can I draw this, potential um, short trade. Again, I would like to see price retrace a bit further, maybe to it's a bit smaller. It's so massive because I put this on the high time frame. Perhaps that price uh, retrace towards this area here, maybe this area, and tend to a short trade uh, with the objective that price will go towards the support. And perhaps your profit target could be somewhere around 65, 20, or 25. All right. Any other symbols? Yeah, we got NVIDIA, VDA. Uh, the superstar of all stocks. Let's have a look. <laughs> All right. So this is once again the 30 minute time frame. Let's see what we can see here. Yeah. So Nvidia, I mean, this is a bit of an exceptional stock. <laughs> so um yeah, it is very overextended. We are really far um from our nearest resistance zone, which now acts as support. And uh yeah, just by looking at this, so I look at the stone break signal here, which we had and what kind of fall we had. So this was <laughs> a massive trade in the making. And if you had Taking that zone break signal, if you stop somewhere here, you could have been quite uh, profitable. And once again, these all print in real time. So this is not drawn after the fact. Once we knew where price is going to go, this, this signal has been drawn once that zone break actually happened. But perhaps let me let me see what's going on on the lower time frame here just for the fun of it. I'm going to go to the five minute and configure this to perhaps the um, 30 minute time frame as my reference. All right. Now, we're still very, oh, no, this is a bit better. So here now, on with this configuration, just by looking at it, we can see that NVIDIA actually is now, you know, in between support and resistance, definitely closer to resistance here. Uh, momentum is bullish. So the expectation is that price will first go once again towards this resistance zone. Uh, I do not like this reward risk ratio. If you put your stuff all the way here, this is a horrible risk reward ratio. But if you're into a scalp, you may even place your stop below the swing point here. 
or maybe even here, uh, enter into a long trade with the anticipation that price may go towards this resistance zone. And if that zone should should the zone be broken to the upside, you might be able to place another um, a zone break trade uh, if that break happens, uh, expecting even a further upside move of Nvidia. But yeah, it's very uh, it's a very bullish stock uh, all the way. So actually, for Nvidia, I would out of principle, even when it's just for day trading, not engage into a, a bearish trade. Even though, of course, there are retracements, but it's such a bullish stock that um, you know, personally, I would not feel good about it. Trades which is bearish Nvidia at this moment. Perfect. We also have one for RCL. So I think that's Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. Yeah, RCL, massive cruise ships. All right, let's see what's going on here. Again, we're set up on the five-minute time frame. Yeah. So if you, and I think for RCL, we're very near this um, support zone. So I don't really see. Um, yeah, the moment was very bearish. Um, we're in the support zone. So here, I would wait for. Um, actually, we do have just by looking at this, we do have a current zone break signal going on here. You can see it here. We have the zone break price powered through this support zone, and. Um, one trade that comes to mind uh, with the zone break is to enter in the direction of the zone break. So enter bearish at this level and expecting a bit of a downside move and placing a stop right above this uh, support zone, which now will act as resistance. So that's uh, another uh, trade idea here for Royal Caribbean. Definitely a very bearish stock, at least on the smaller time frame. If I zoom out bigger time frame, let me go to the four hour and reconfigure the Creedy IQ to look at the daily time frame. Let's see what we see. Oh, look at this big, big move here. And um, one thing that I just see, just even before liquidity IQ prints, look at these signals of Ami Rush. So even if you would have followed these entry signals here, yeah, you could have definitely caught some very nice moves uh, in both directions, uh, bearish and bullish. And this is what I meant that Ami Rush, even though I use it more often to complement liquidity IQ, but it also can be used as a standalone indicator. And let's just see what we see more recently here. Yeah, actually quite interesting. So here, our momentum, at least on this four-hour time frame, is bullish. Miami Rush printed a bullish momentum candle here. And we just retraced into the support zone. And uh, once again, uh, you may bet on the fact that price will have a hard time powering through the support zone. Uh, and you may enter into a long trade towards the middle of this uh, zone in between resistance and support with a stop loss some, somewhere around here, giving the, this trade a bit of room. Yeah, could be interesting because uh, the stock has been bearish. And for trend trading, so this, sorry, the stock has been bullish and a bullish trend for quite some time. Uh, as a, For trend trading, I don't like to chase the trend. Uh, this is, I think, not a good idea when it comes to any form of trading to chase something. Uh, but you want to wait for a pause in trend. I can see here that price really retraced... Um, after this big up move, it's taking a break and a good opportunity for you to enter into this overarching trend move, especially since price is very near or in support right now. So it may bounce off that level and you may expect a, a move higher um, in the next couple of days. Nice, Daniel. We have a question from DJ. He wants to know what MAs does MA Rush use in the yeah, actually both indicators, uh, Liquidity IQ and MA Rush, they are based on a principle which we have developed in our lab, which is called multi-timeframe fusion. So it's not a clear-cut MA uh, of any sort, or also liquidity IQ will not just look at some swing points on this time frame. It actually will consider multiple timeframes and then consolidate these the information of those timeframes to come up with these levels for liquidity IQ. And for MA Rush, it's quite similar. It will consider multiple timeframes, which it dynamically selects. You don't have to worry about that. will consolidate the... Uh, 
moving average information from those time frames and display on the price chart. So there's no uh, MA period I could mention to you because these MAs come from higher time frames, which the indicator intelligently chooses based on your chart time frame. This is why it's a bit, you know, jacket here. That's not as smooth um, as the moving average is because it comes from a higher time frame. Um, yeah, I mean, all right. Perfect. And uh, sorry, do we, can we take one more chart request? Yeah, let's do That's it. That's okay. Uh, mm -hmm. It's XAU USD, so gold. XAU. I oh, did look at gold early on. Oh, just the, the gold feud or oh, spot. spot. Yeah, gold. USD. There we go. Okay. Okay, let's see what happens here. This is like, once again the um, four hour time frame. Let's see what happens when liquidity IQ. Prince, so here, yeah, we uh, just broke a couple of days ago below support. We had this, um, yeah, bearish signal here, the zone break signal, and now price is trading below support. I would not be surprised uh, if we can see a retracement of gold uh, towards this level. This happens uh, frequently. Uh, price may retrace towards this level, which can be once again a good opportunity for you to enter into a short trade for gold. But at this point, price already slowed down this bearish zone breaker, you know, already seems to lose a bit of momentum. It's slowing down. So I would perhaps wait for a retracement to this level and then place a short trade, um, expecting price to find resistance in, th in the zone here and then further move down. All right. So um, let me go back one more time to my slides. Remind you guys, if you want to take advantage of this super package, uh, now is the time. Um, so we do have a limited number of seats. Uh, so we don't want to our workshops to be too crowded. That should be a personal experience where you can ask questions and follow very closely of how we trade live with our liquidity IQ and MA rush indicators. And this is taking place on February 20th, which is next Tuesday uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern till 10.30 a.m. Eastern. So we're going to trade the market open uh, on that day on Tuesday. And also on Tuesday, our next members-only live market session or trading session will take place uh at noon. So on this day, you have two sessions to look forward to should you uh, come, on, come on board. Of course, both will be recorded and you will get the recording right afterwards. So should you not be able to attend both or none of them, don't worry, you will get the recording right after. And one more thing about if you, you know, take advantage of this package, you will get access to all this already today. It's going to be all sent to you almost immediately after you come on board. So you get a lot of training material and additional links and everything that you need to get started. So if you want to take advantage of this deal, yeah, tradingindicators.com slash zone. All right. Anything else, Nicholas? Do we have some more symbols coming in? Yeah, we do. We have a question from DJ. If we have more time, can we look at <laughs> Alibaba stock and AMD stock for starters? All right. And if you have a time frame in mind, guys, I don't know if you're Swing trading these stocks or day trading. Now, this is AMD on the four hour. Let's see what we see. Very bullish. You can see it with MA Rush already. It's all greenish pointed out. Oh, this is a cool setup, actually. Uh, so, for AMD, uh, once again, we see on this four hour time frame that let me just see how I configure it real quick. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we see that price is in between almost right smack down the middle between support and resistance which once again sets up for a nice magnet zone trade. We do certainly have very bullish momentum. Uh, MAD has been uh, rising for quite some time. Uh, we're very bullish. And if you see a bit of a retracement towards this, um, this level here, there we go, maybe here, just to improve our entry price a bit further, it may happen. Uh, it could be interesting to enter into a long trade if you stop just right around here in the support zone with the anticipation of price will go into this um, resistance or towards this resistance. Yep. 
So that's a nice setup. Uh, and it coincides, the setup which I like a lot because it coincides with my mental model of the stock. Just like NVIDIA, AMD is, uh, has been bullish for such a long time. And me personally, um, I don't like to go, uh, even for day trading, uh, against those extremely bullish stocks. So I would not like to enter bearish. But if a bullish setup comes along, just like this one here, hey, this just confirms um, this momentum. And yeah, I would be very comfortable to enter into a trade, into a bullish trade of AMD, if we see a bit of a retracement, just to improve our price a bit further. Perfect. Can we actually take a look at Amazon stock? Because I've seen this requested. Yeah. Oops. Amazon. There we go. Okay. Again, I'm not sure which uh, time frame you're looking at, but let's see what Amazon prints out. Yeah. Nice stock too. Um, and once again, and actually, this is something that uh, you will see over and over again with uh, Liquidity IQ, is that resistance will act as support once broken. And this is so common on the chart. Uh, it's uncanny. So here, once again, we had the zone break. Price moved up a bit afterwards, not too much, but just a bit. Then retraced into this now acting as support zone, which was formerly resistance. And then it bounced further high over and over again. This is a very common pattern. Actually, when we, um, in our in Tuesday, in yesterday's session, we actually taught you or taught our members that hey, if you if you engage in such a zone break trade, when is a good time to get out of it? Because you don't want to lose your profit. This price moves up a bit. I don't want to give it all away when price retraces. So we actually have a technique for this to get out early before this retracement happens at early warning signs. So that's something we teach our members in our Tuesday sessions uh, time and time again, also in our live trading workshops. We have a question here, Daniel. Do you change the time frame from hours to minutes to enter scalps for stocks or yeah, even I futures? Yeah, I would. I would, yeah. So so if I'm a scalper or a day trader, I would not look at the far time. This is for, this is for a swing trade uh, here. I, I would not use this setup. So if I were to scalp Amazon, my favorite scalping time from SD5 minute, so I change this to five minute. And the first thing I do then is to change my reference time frame for um, liquidity IQ. Daily is way too big. For stocks, I like to use the one hour. So I change it to one hour and then see what's happening. So now the liquidity IQ pretends to be on the one hour, whereas I'm looking at the five minute time frame. And let's see what we see here. Oh, it's actually an interesting one too. Um, so we are somewhat in the middle of um, support and resistance on this five minute time frame. Um, it could set up for a magnet zone trade because our momentum is bearish on this smaller time frame. Yet for Amazon, since it is such a bullish stock as well, I might be hesitant to uh, enter into a short trade, even though the setup uh, would tell me so. So we do have bearish momentum. Uh, but since Amazon overall is very bullish, I may not want to take this trade. Also, our MA rush indicator, you can see this a little bit here. It recently changed colors from reddish to greenish. We didn't get a new signal. But we may get one if this, you know, retracement to the upside continues. So, yeah, I trade. I would shy away from um, at this moment. Perfect. And can we check out CSCO? Yes, CSCO, Cisco. All right, big tech stock again on the. Um, this is for a scalping setup. Uh, let's see what we have here. Oh, this is a cool one. Uh, I like this one. Um, once again, really nice uh, setup for a magnet zone trade. Price is really now centered between support and resistance. And uh, we have very nice short-term bullish momentum. I don't know how, how Cisco has been doing uh, overall this year. If I just zoom out a little bit further. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely looking bullish on the short-term time frame. So this could be an interesting um, 
opportunity to enter long. But of course, here, uh, my only hesitation would be, so I like the sell. It looks quite bullish just by looking at the chart. My only hesitation would be that, you see this little E sign here? Earnings are coming up when? Tonight. Yeah. So I don't like to trade into the earnings because um, this makes things unpredictable. I'm really risk averse in my trading and we teach this to our users. And, you know, having an earnings report coming out, uh, God knows what may happen. Uh, so, yeah, I would probably stay away too, even though this setup looks nice and bullish. Uh, it's a magnet zone setup where price, if this earnings sign would not be here, is more likely to go towards this. Uh, Daniel, we actually have a question about earnings. Yeah. Is there a way you can kind of combine liquidity IQ with uh, upcoming earnings reports? So maybe planning trades uh, yeah. using liquidity IQ in anticipation. So I, I, first of all, I don't pretend to understand fundamentals or understand how fundamental information such as earnings reports will affect price. That's left for the uh, the experts uh, in finance on that field. Um, but I believe once that earnings report is out, it's going to be priced in and once that's done, I can take advantage of this. But for now, um, I use these signs on the chart, the earnings charts or whatever other announcements happening, uh, corporate uh, actions happening uh, as just you know signs for me to not trade <laughs> in those areas. So I, I just take a timeout when this happens. Again, just to be risk, risk averse. I don't like I, I don't want to see trading as gambling because it can be quite unpredictable what happens here. It's a, it's a coin toss. Uh, this is not how trading should be. So I just avoid trading in those times altogether for this particular stock. So there's so many stocks, so many symbols you can trade. So sitting one out, it's not the end of the world. And I see this to our members all the time. FOMO in trading uh, is completely unjustified because there's always going to be another opportunity. And we have so many stocks and symbols and asset classes to choose from. For sure, you're going to find something else. So um you know, missing out on a trade just because um, this setup looks nice and bullish, but since this is a red flag, I wouldn't do it. Uh, it's not a big deal. There will always be um, other setups. Perfect. Can we take a look also, please, at some crypto? So maybe Ethereum or Bitcoin. Yeah. Nice. Let's have a look at Bitcoin. All right. Yeah, Bitcoin, man. What a recovery, huh? Since the beginning of, uh, I don't know when this bearish move happened here. Oh, this is a small time frame. But if you look out on the much bigger time frame, uh, Actually, perhaps let me do this just to give a fundamental uh, picture of Bitcoin real quick. Let me go to the four hour with the reference time frame set to the daily just to see what kind of move we have here, what we're dealing with. So yeah, I mean, Bitcoin has uh, shot up significantly. Um, recently, we had this amazing zone break signal and what the follow through that was. Oh my goodness. So if I had you at the foresight to enter here and with liquidity IQ, you could have. Uh, not all zone breaks work out like this, of course, but but uh, I like about the zone break setup is because your stop loss will be so nearby. Now, even if you're wrong a couple of times, if you catch a move like this, I guarantee you it will make up for all your small losses. But yeah, but Bitcoin is very extended uh, to the upside. Um, so <laughs> it's trending hard uh, to the upside. It's very bullish. I would be hesitant to enter at this level. It's an overextended trend, as we call it, uh, trends. But if this happens, then... A pause in trend, like a retracement, as we see here, is likely. So I would wait for price perhaps to drop here and then potentially enter into a long trade of Bitcoin. Yeah, so it's very extended. Cool. And uh, we have, do we have time for another chart request? Maybe, maybe one more, and then we uh, we're gonna wrap it up afterwards. <laughs> okay. So I'm yeah. not sure what company this is, but the symbol KO. Oh, that's Coca-Cola, I think. Is it? Let's see. Yeah, Coca-Cola. All right. On the one hour, 
So let me just configure this real quick. Actually, let me look at this on the uh, from a day trading point of view and put this to the 30 minute. All right. So let's see what's going on with Coca-Cola. All right. So zoom in a little bit. Um, yeah, we had a zone break here uh, just recently. Uh, there was today, actually today, yeah, the zone break. Uh, price then, uh, so this is almost broken. Support will now act as resistance and see what happened. A little follow through. Not much. The retracement back into the zone. This is so often happening. This could have been a nice opportunity for you to re-enter into a short trade on price. Now it's uh, moving further downwards. I would not be surprised if we see yet again another retracement. Um, yeah, so we have some techniques uh, which we teach you to uh, identify when to uh, exit a zone break trade. Uh, it's not easy because you don't you want to avoid these retracements because they will eat away your profit. But um, yeah, it's, it's looking bearish uh, definitely for Coca-Cola on the short-term time frame. We have bearish momentum and we just had the zone break, which now acts as support to the upside. Good. All right. So guys, if you have additional symbols or um, things to us to look at, come on board. Um, we will do this market review, this symbol roundtable uh, every Tuesday in our uh, live market sessions. Uh, we even teach you how to use other indicators to complement liquidity IQ and ME Rush to make informed trading decisions. And of course, one more reminder, if you want to come on board, um, yeah, we'd be uh, super happy to have you. Uh, go to tradingindicators.com slash zone. And of course, this is for life. There won't be any other pay needed afterwards. So this is for lifetime access for liquidity IQ and MA Rush. All right, guys. Um, are there any questions about this package, perhaps? No, I don't see anything. There's one question about whether we have this package for TOS. Unfortunately, not at this moment. And this is not because we don't want to. I, I know TOS, uh, Thinkorswim, is a popular platform. It is because um, the platform is quite dated by now. And unfortunately, it doesn't have the computing capabilities to do our multi-time fusion analysis. Uh, it's just not possible currently with TOS. Uh, should we find a way to do it, uh, we will for sure offer Liquidity IQ and Amirush for Thinkorswim as well. But currently, it is not available. All right, guys, uh, with, with that, uh, well, I do <laughs> think we went over a little bit, uh, but we still have a, yeah, quite a few attendants. So thank you so much for staying with me for almost I don't know, one and a half hours of Daniel talking. Um, thank you so much, guys. If you have questions, um, there's one more thing. Uh, or if a question didn't get answered today, you can always reach out to us via our homepage, tradingindicators.com. On there, you will have um, a contact menu item in the top menu. Click on it, uh, put your message down there. It will go directly to my inbox or almost on Nicholas' inbox. And we make sure to answer all your questions. So should you have um, yeah, anything to ask or any feedback, uh, by all means, uh, please reach out to us. The more, the merrier. And this is how you can reach us directly. As I said, we answer all our emails uh, personally. And um, yeah, um, we pride ourselves on our customer service, be it with the help of uh, installing the product or giving you tips and tricks or you know just answering your questions along the way. So this is something that um, yeah we enjoy. And uh, our mission is, once again, to become better traders as a community together your success will be our success as well. And with that, guys, um, thank you so much for coming. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye. And I, I don't know, David, do you want to say something at this um, at this point <laughs> to say goodbye to our users or client? Or yeah, I was just going to uh, quickly reiterate. Uh, thank you to everyone for attending this special timing research event with, with uh, Daniel and his team at tradingindicators.com. And uh, yeah, this... Uh, 
I am recording this presentation and it will be available permanently on timingresearch.com as well as the Timing Research YouTube channel as, as soon as I can get it processed. Great. Thanks, uh -huh. David. All right. Thanks for Thanks, having everyone. me, guys. Yeah. Have a nice day, everyone. Happy trading. Bye-bye.